Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everybody. We're back with another episode of Real Wives in Radio. I'm Tanya. I'm Dorothy. And this is an exciting episode. This is a special episode. Not only are we spotlighting our dear coworker, Jason, Jason. who you'll hear uh, later on, but also it is our Pride episode, yes. which we're super excited about because it is Pride Month. We're thinking, why not do a Pride episode? Duh. Duh, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, we need to get some more support and love out to the community. So, Always. They you can know? never have too much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to Jason about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited uh, to talk about the Pride events that we will have going on in San Diego, like the parade that's every year. Right. Uh, there yeah. is there's so much to talk about, and I can guarantee you, every time we record a podcast, if I if I listen back or if I think back about what we recorded, I'm always like, oh, I should have said this. Same. Oh, I should have said this. Oh, I should have not said this. Or <laughs> I could have talked about this. I could have talked. There's just you know, there's always things you can add, and I can guarantee you that this will be one of those episodes. There just there is just not enough time for me to give my thoughts and feelings on pride yeah so and everything that goes along with that so let's catch up how was your weekend how's everything going how's baby my gosh baby is really good um we did uh, our 3d ultrasounds so i i gotta go back to my mom's house i want to find a baby picture of me okay because i did a side by side with the baby and steven (laughs) okay and then i would have put one like with the our baby and me to see who who the baby looks like yeah but he was being a little bit of a butthead and like covering his hands with his face yeah we got two pictures. They're not even like that great of pictures, yeah. but you can kind of see his little nose. Okay. Which is super cute. But I mean, the whole hour it was like trying to play music to get him to move. Oh, does that she, work? Um, the technician said to play uh, Baby Shark and he'll move a little bit for whatever Stop. reason. So I played Baby Shark and he moved a little bit. And then I was like, no, I know what song he needs. Because when I played it, he was moving. Okay. And dancing. Okay. Do you remember I was playing Maluma? No, you're lying. You're <laughs> lying. Swear. You played him Maluma I and did. he moved. The one about the foursome too. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm dying. But that's such a great song. It's a great, it is a good song. Um, good thing uh, my parents and Stephen's parents didn't know oh, understand what it, what that it was about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we did get some pictures about that. And then... My other baby, the OG baby, Kevin, oh, my oldest nephew, yeah. graduated from college from yeah, UC Davis yay. this weekend. Go, Kevin. Um, and wow. it was it was a, a quick trip up to Sacramento. We stayed in downtown Sac. Uh, and then Saturday night was the graduation. And it, it was a, a cool one because not only did Kevin graduate, but his uncle did, Boo's younger brother, who's oh. like in his mid-20s. Uh-huh. Um, so they got to How like fun. sit side by side, walk side by side. Vu's wow. um, whole family was there. My whole family was there. We had like a big old lunch for 30 people. I saw that. I saw um, that. That looks like a Saturday, a normal uh, Saturday yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just an average Saturday for right? me. Right? <laughs> we took up the whole entire restaurant. Like that was the only one that could fit us. Uh, and then um, I went to his ceremony and I wasn't expecting to feel so emotional like mm-hmm. when the music came on the bah, 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 yeah. bah, and, and then all the graduates started walking out sis you lost it tears yeah like non-stop yeah. like i'm gonna cry right now thinking uh, about it like it's oh so crazy i just i i did not expect it at all like i'm just so proud of kevin and he's Aww. just such a good kid like he's not even a kid anymore he's a yeah. young man you yeah. know and yeah and to accomplish everything that he's done to study so hard uh to graduate in computer science with a minor in art he still gets to wow. do what he loves wow. and he's he's a good person yeah. you know and yeah it's so trippy like 
he's the first person I know from birth Mm -hmm. to see born as a baby, as a newborn into his adulthood and all the like, ah, I can't wait for you to experience it with your nephews. I can't, I can't even imagine that you're right. To see that full that journey, yeah, from birth, from, from birth. before birth, I'm sure, because it's your sister's baby yeah. to, to now. You know, I was oh. so proud. I was oh. like, "Oh, that's my baby, go get it!" My sister and I, we were like both like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, good for him! Yeah. Congratulations to Kevin yes. and to your whole family, and that's a, a testament to your sister too." And, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and whoever helped raise him, so yeah. Oh, and we we met his. He's got a new girlfriend. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. Got a girlfriend. Tell me that. No. Okay. I know. And we just met her because she graduated as well. Okay. And I haven't told him this, but I definitely stalked her on social well, media. Well, duh. If out. you didn't, I was going to. Okay, go on. Surprised so, you didn't send me the handle on I know, you know, through text. I know. And so um, it was so funny because at the graduation, there's like a big old jumbotron. It shows all the graduates as they walk by, and they called her name. I was like. I know that girl. Uh-huh. And then I was like, wait, how do I know her? I was like, wait, that's Kevin's girlfriend. <laughs> embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Before you've actually Before met her. Before I've even met her. Oh my yeah, God. So, yeah, that's happened to me many um, times. We didn't meet her until after, you know, afterwards and everybody took pictures. She's really sweet. She seems really nice. Okay, You good. know, it was a quick like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, met her mom and dad and her brothers. Okay, and, that's good. Um, she's got a small family. I bet she was super overwhelmed meeting all 30 oh. of our family. Oh, yeah. You know, and my sister, my mom, yeah, my, my mom's like, how come Kevin didn't introduce his girlfriend to us? I was like, Matt, like, chill, man. I love your mom. I, know. I love your mom. She's like, well, we're the grandparents. She sh- he should introduce us right now or your sister should. And I was like, mm, go tell Sheila that. And my mom like got quiet real quick because she's oh scared my, of Sheila. Oh, my gosh. I love that she's scared of Sheila. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Why? Um, because uh, Sheila does not, Sheila gives zero yeah, yeah. Fs, you no, know? I, know? I love and her too. She, she'll tell her straight up, like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? like, what? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my weekend. How was yours? Could what? Oh, gosh. I'm like, what did I do? I didn't really do much, which is awesome. We had a free weekend some, for the first time some, ever. For the first time in such a long time. <laughs> some plans kind of can, plans canceled for um, on Saturday. My mom's birthday was on Friday, but she didn't want to do anything. Actually, I did kind of have a free weekend I was going to have a free weekend which I was like really excited about but then last minute on Friday I got an invite to the Equality Awards in San Diego what is that huge put on by Equality California and my okay so this is how it happened so um remember Nora Vargas who we met and we had on our podcast Mm -hmm. um she's she's huge in the community she's huge in Um, in South Bay. She's huge here in San Diego and she does a lot of work here. So she was recognized um, with the Community Leadership Award. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she was being recognized and um, she had a table. So she had two people that canceled or couldn't come for some reason. Mm -hmm. So she reached out and asked, would you like to be a guest? And I'm going to be serious and honest. I was on the treadmill when I got this invite and I was just, this was my Friday and I knew I wasn't going to do anything all weekend and I just honestly my house has been a hot mess because we've just moved in and we mm-hmm. haven't had time to organize because we haven't had time so I was looking forward to that and I at first I was like I don't know if I can I'm so tired I don't I just don't know if I can and then I decided I'm gonna go because I'm like let me just go my best friend Sarah went with me and we oh, went nice. with our other best friend Nivia who um, assists Nora Vargas and I am so 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 glad that I ended up going because this was such a special event just to be in the presence of all the people there and there was everybody there was some type of LGBTQ plus and everything in between ally Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and I've felt that before with the people that I've been with or in other things but like to be at an awards an awards ceremony put on by Equality California in San Diego it was at Humphreys by the Bay. It was a oh, beautiful nice. location. Um, the drinks were flowing. The food was good. <laughs> Jason Mraz received an award as well, and he also performed. Oh, that's cool. It was a huge, huge, huge event, and I just remember sitting there thinking, I almost didn't come to this. What a damn shame. Yeah. And I learned so much, and it just reminded me of why... I stand for what I stand for, why I love who I love, 
why we do what we do and why I'll never stop fighting for everybody, you know, yeah. for equality, right. period, yeah. period, you know, <laughs> yeah, period. Um, so it was a beautiful event and um, I was just emotional throughout the entire evening. It was just. Just, do they do this every single year? I don't know. I know that they do these awards in different locations. I don't know if they do it every year in different... Like, I don't know if they always do a San Francisco one, an L.A. Uh-huh, one, uh-huh. a San Diego one. I don't know if they... I have no idea. I've never... Honestly, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I I didn't hear about it until I saw you post about it. Right. Um. I don't know. I don't know. But Quality California has been around and working and organizing for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So... Um, they've been around for a very long time doing a lot of work. I, I don't know about the awards, but um, it was awesome. Todd Gloria was there. I, I mean, love Todd yeah, Gloria. me too. I know. I was like, kind of like, I want. I was just from from the from the back, like waving, like I want to say hi to you, but yeah. okay, you're not. He's our state at me. assembly man, right? I know. Yeah, 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 and just he's just. He's just such a good person. He's he one of those people you get good good vibes from. You know, totally. Um, yeah. I met a lot of people. It was it was a lot of fun. Nora was so awesome. She was introducing me as Tanya from the Real Wives and Radio podcast. Oh, I, I know. That. I'm like, look at Nora looking out for us. Right. Okay, okay. Um, it was just fun. It was a great night. And um, I, again, I learned a lot. I I, re- I remembered why. And um, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful night. Oh, good. I'm yeah, so that was Friday. Time. So, um, and then I didn't do a damn thing the rest of the weekend. Mm. Except... Dude, you need that though, honestly. I know. It's like just every, especially with summer coming around, I feel like there's always something going on. When I told you my baby shower is happening in a couple weeks. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah, because June is jam-packed. Right. But it's my my baby shower is happening on Sunday, oh, so God. we're okay. Yeah, we were. You can make there, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening this Sunday, and I can't <laughs> wait. Um, but... You got lucky. I know. You got I lucky. Know. And that's because you told me like two weeks ago, sis. Sis, I swear. I know you said your sisters. I didn't see the invite. So. Go talk to Sheila. I know. I know. <laughs> She'd be like, so? <laughs> She's like, that's because I didn't invite you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Not everybody's scared of Sheila. <laughs> I know. I know. But anyway, um, it was a good weekend. And um, and it was perfect because it's Pride Month. Yes. So, um, and, you know, going to the Equality Awards, in, you know, in San Diego and remembering all of that was just perfect and inspiring for this episode, which we're going to talk about um, our our personal uh, experiences um, with the gay community, period, mm-hmm. or learning about the gay mm-hmm. community or anything like that and and you know what those experiences are not always pretty and we're gonna share that and um we're also going to talk to jason and spotlight him so we want to talk to him about his journey coming out Mm -hmm. he's got a really interesting one because he grew up the son of a preacher man right uh on a native american reservation right which is like whoa already interesting in itself but then having to you know come out to your family on top of all that yeah uh, i want him to learn more about that and then how he became how he got into radio yeah and he's honestly the first openly gay person that i know that's been on radio that's what i was going to say i'm like I can't think well no there is one other person but that person was not very open when right. we worked with them right. so um but he has been out and proud, proud, proud. and loud yeah. on the mic so <laughs> yes. and, and I, I've always loved that and appreciated that so we'll we'll talk to him about that mm-hmm. and um and yeah and celebrate pride That's right. <laughs> so okay so I want to talk about um this is just something I was thinking about because um it is something I always think about, especially like going to the Equality Awards. I think about, you know, who I am and how I want to represent the community and always stand by them. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been thinking about it a lot, too, because um, I've I've put you on pose. Actually, you and Jason on pose. Um, I love which, that show, yeah, by the way. If you don't watch, please watch. It's on Netflix now. Is it not so it's damn so good? It's so good. Uh, they just started the new season two weeks ago. I it's know, on FX. I haven't FX. seen it. And um, yeah, you totally put me on it. I. It's about the ballroom community in New York back in the 80s when it was the height of it, you know? And then also the AIDS epidemic going around and right. people being positive and just dying and and watching it, I didn't realize yep. how badly 
the com- the gay community was treated, uh, transgender people were treated, how they would just dis- dispose of bodies mm-hmm. out in big ditches, mm-hmm. not even names, not even anything like that, just like boxes, and they would just bury them in this remote island because they didn't know what caused it, how to, you know how it really got spread yeah and like they they didn't care they didn't care they just didn't didn't care care. and And they just wanted to get rid of and it's so sad but also eye-opening you know very eye-opening um i mean and and this is just a drama on pose pose called pose on fx you Mm -hmm. know this is based on so there's it's so much bigger than that right Right. and i didn't know that until um our friend jason who we're going to talk to um he told me about a documentary on netflix called paris is burning oh paris is burning is about the ball community and drag and those who are gay trans whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. them or whatever they want to call themselves um and it's a documentary on it so this is the real life thing and it's so interesting so if you like pose watch paris is burning on netflix okay very informative and just a a real look at that right and this was this is uh it was done in 1990 so oh okay but the but it's about the 80s. Right. And I mean, like, voguing only became popular because of Madonna. I know. She snatched. She stole from the... She snatched. Yeah. Yeah. And then nobody really knew. And, like, I didn't really know, know. you know. Um, So, yeah. So, I would recommend watching Pose. It's a a quick, easy introduction Mm -hmm. into that world. Uh, Paris is Burning would be the documentary that that kind of probably inspired Pose. And then, you know how when you watch something on Netflix, it recommends like other things because you watch this, you know? So because I watched Paris is Burning, it has like all these other documentaries that it recommended. And I started watching the documentary called The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. And this was a, a gay activist. Um, I'm not sure if she went as, if she was if she liked to say that she was trans, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, it wasn't very clear on that, but she would definitely dress up in drag. Uh-huh. And it, it's about basically her, which is, this is controversial, but murder, because um, she was one of those people who disappeared. And no. yeah, she disappeared. And she was a huge activist in the community in New York, like huge. Like she started a foundation, like it, people looked up to her. She was like considered a mom to so many of those who didn't have one, you know, right, like she was right. one of those people that everybody knew and everybody loved. And um, the cops ruled it a suicide. And it's it was very hard for a lot of people to believe that because she, because that, she yeah. didn't seem like somebody who would ever do that. Um, and you know she they talked to a lot of people and they're like we're supposed to meet up that night and then she just never showed up and she wasn't like it just didn't match up Mm -hmm. plus some people saw her being pulled out of the water with like a hole in her head Jeez. yeah and so then the case just went cold of course like many of these cases did people never looked into it it's just so sad because this is a real story you know this has really happened and this honestly still happens to this day you know for sure and it's just really sad, you know, what the community goes through. So, again, this is why it's so important for us yeah. to support always. And to talk about it. And to talk about it, yeah. So, um, why, why was I talking about the shows? I forgot. Oh, because it's been on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and because that's been on my mind, I've been thinking about my own personal story. Not coming out because I, I've, I've, I choose what I love is... Yeah. Um, is men the opposite right. sex and I appreciate the same same sex and I love beautiful women and I can always tell them that and yeah. you know um, but um, I remember back in high school um, that was my earliest memory of knowing anything about a same sex couple mm-hmm. or anything was it like one of that. your friends in high school yeah so um, I was really close with um, my friend Heather and um, she had dated boys before and um, and I remember like I think it was our senior year or maybe my junior year I can't really remember I remember her it being a rumor that she was dating a girl mm-hmm. and I just could not wrap my brain around that like and I don't know why and it wasn't a hateful thing it wasn't a disgusted thing it was just like a, I think I was just confused right. and, I, and I, I remember being mad at her oh, because, I remember being mad at her because because she might be dating a girl yeah and it's like looking back at it now like 
I'm I'm so embarrassed, and I don't even know if I've ever apologized to her. But Aww. if she hears this, I love you, Heather, and I'm so sorry, Heather. But I just remember it being a thing, like oh, between totally. our my friendship with I was her best friend. I just remember it being like I was just so like that might mad. be mad. Well, that might be might be why you were mad too, is because like if you were best friends, why didn't she tell you? I mean, but then but then on on the other hand is like. That's her business, you know. Oh, totally, so, God, and it's like so if, I, if maybe, her best friend reacted like right. that, imagine the world, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just it makes me sad because I wasn't more supportive, you yeah, know. Totally, but I know that it was a new thing for a lot of people. Well, I mean, and, I remember being in high school too and being like, "Oh, that kid's gay," you know, like yeah, like, oh, like, like why about it? Like, what, why, what does it matter? Exactly. What does it matter? Honestly, God. what does it matter? God, and it just makes, makes me makes me sad because it's a reminder of what people go through every day. Oh, you know, for sure. And I, honestly, like nowadays. I mean, I know I talk about Ronan and Ava a lot, my twin, my mm-hmm. twinnies and nephews, mm-hmm. you know, and the kids, because it's like, I don't want them to grow up in that same environment where they don't, where, where they're not open-minded, where they're not accepting of other people no. or where they just don't understand, yeah. you know, Ronan has, one of his friends has two dads, you know, mm-hmm. they're super nice and mm-hmm. I love them, yeah. you know, and it was, it was like one of his best friends in, in elementary school. Yeah. And so I remember him uh, the twins asking like oh well how come they have two dads and don't have a mom right you know right. and and Sheila is we're super open with the good, kids good. you know and we don't want them to feel like oh well it's a bad thing at all no, it's not a bad thing at or all. not talk about it and exactly. then it becomes like a secret and then sometimes secrets can be have like a negative exactly. vibe you know yeah so it's just like you know it's you know sometimes you know, a guy and a girl can love each other like mommy and daddy or a guy and a guy can love each other and mm-hmm. have a family and a mm-hmm. girl and a girl can love each other. Mm-hmm. It's just who people love. It's not, it doesn't make them bad people, no. you know, as long as they're good people and are nice to your friends. Right. That's, that's all, that, all matters. that matters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I didn't learn that until later. You Dude, know, I, I didn't re- learn that until later. And I remember, I mean, freaking being in Catholic school, mm-hmm. Vietnamese, you know, Asian, strict Asians, mm-hmm. and then being in Catholic on top of that, being mm-hmm. extra strict on that. Uh, and being in class one day, I think it was for my confirmation class, and we were talking about sexuality and stuff. And, and you know, my teacher would be like, oh, it's a sin to be gay. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And I just remember thinking, that blows my mind. Right? It's Adam and Eve, not, not Adam, Adam and, and Steve. And I, wow. Yeah. I just remember thinking like, what the F? Like, yeah. how is that? No, that's no. Yeah. You know, like just being shocked by that. Yeah. You know, and that, then, that wasn't even even a thing. Right. And it's like, how is that? How can you condemn somebody for that? Oh, you know, especially God. if if God teaches love, hmm. you know? Yeah. No, I get that. So, I still get that. To this day, I'm conflicted with my faith yeah. because of because of, uh, that's a big part of it. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Oh, God. There's a lot of things wrong with the Catholic uh, Church that I, I got know. problems. You know, but then I feel, I feel the same way. I'm yeah. like conflicted about the yeah. whole thing, you yeah. know? And yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So when did you... Before that, obviously that was confusing, but what was kind of like your first like eye-opening experience with like the gay community or personal Um, experience? My very first personal experience with seeing a same-sex couple was when I worked at Dairy Queen. I was like maybe 15. Uh, Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. This was the first time there were uh, two customers that came in. They were ordering their dessert, whatever. I was making them like a blizzard. And Mm. I remember turning around and they were making out. Wow. And um, it was two guys. And I I just felt like, shit, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, like I'd never, I, I was number one. Super late bloomer, awkward. I never had a boyfriend, like never really kissed the boy or anything like that. So anytime anybody was making out around me, I felt uncomfortable, Right, you know, and then uh, having it be two guys that I had never, I've never experienced that before. I I felt bad, like looking back because I was like, shit, I don't know what to do. Like I'm awkward, you know, Mm -hmm. but they were really nice Mm -hmm. and they just kind of like laughed and, you know, (laughs) it feels like. Aww. I was like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that you know? ha- had, probably hadn't even been a concept for you. No. No. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know that there's gay people, mm-hmm. you know, but I've never seen it, witnessed it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I know. Mine was in high school. And then after 
my friend Heather, um, after that, it was like, that was like the introduction for me. And then eventually, like, I knew her girlfriend and then it became just normal. You know, right. it just it's like, it's just another relationship. It's no big deal, Tanya. Don't be afraid of it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think she really taught me that. So I'm grateful for that. And then after high school, you know, there are eight of us girlfriends that have been tight since like 1999. And um, <laughs> just after that, <laughs> one by one, just started... You know, doing their own thing and either coming out as lesbian or bisexual yeah. or no labels, yeah. you know, like yeah. to this day, literally it's half, half of my girlfriends um, are, you know, yeah. gay in some way. Right. Um, and half of us are, I guess, straight. But like, I don't even like to say I'm like, I don't even like to say I'm straight. I am because I married a man and I right. love. Right. Well, I, lo- I love. I was attracted love. to men, but I do. I love love. love love. And honestly, if I hadn't met JJ, I don't know where my journey would have gone. I wouldn't put it past me no. that I may have like I maybe maybe would have dated a woman. I don't know. Tons, when you get drunk, what people say, you know, like when you're drunk, your truest self comes out. When Tanya yes. gets some drinks in her, mm-hmm. she's very loving and wants to kiss. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody but on like, them lips. I don't, I don't want like people to listen to this and think, like, I'm not unfaithful, first yeah, of yeah, all. Yeah. Okay. You no, know, okay. it's, it's like a, like between friends. And it's with, yeah. my, like, my yeah. husband's with me. Like, he knows yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you know, I know. But, like, um, imagine if I was, if I didn't have a ring on it. You right. know what I mean? Like, I right, don't right, know. Right. Like, I think that it's really beautiful that as time goes on, we are being more open. Yeah. And, and we realize that it's just love. Like, whatever whatever exactly. you love, you love, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so. Can we talk about how dumb that straight pride parade is, by the way, in Boston, that the, that those guys are trying to do? I'm sorry, what? You didn't hear about this? No. Um, There is a group of guys out in Boston. Wait, I did hear about this, yeah, um, but I didn't really who, read all the details. Who are so upset about gay pride and pride month and having a gay pride parade that they have petitioned to have a straight pride parade happening in Boston. August in in Boston. Why? Because they're idiots, and uh, they're gonna. They want the same rights um, to march, have the same parade route, and this, this, and that. And it's like, do, do you even know why people, why they're, why Pride Month exists? Oh my gosh! You know? And I wonder. This is. Um, I learned this in Vanderpump Rules. Do you watch Vanderpump? Uh, I'm I'm behind. Okay. Yeah. Have you watched the one where um, Billy, who is trans, mm-hmm. um, she points and is in a fight with one of the girls I think it's Katie and says that she has cisgender privilege no and when she said that literally everyone was like what does cisgender mean what is like even the cast like was like what does cisgender mean and I finally looked it up and cisgender means cisgender alone means that you the way that the way you are born is what you feel or something like that I'll get the correct definition on that um and so cisgender privilege would have a negative connotation. Like having white privilege. Like white privilege. So it's like, oh, like you're you're just so privileged because, you know, you're so lucky that you are able to. That you were born a girl. Feel the way that you were born or, you right. know, exactly. So anyway, I learned that and um, that parade reminds me of that. Oh, yeah. It is. it's it is. It's like, ugh. I think Chris Evans, Captain America, tweeted, he, he put it best. He said, wow, cool initiative, fellas. Just a thought. Instead of tr- straight pride parade, how about this? The, quote, desperately trying to bury your own gay thoughts by being homophobic <laughs> because no one taught us how to access our emotions yes. as children, unquote, parade. What do you think? Two on the nose? That is you know? so good and so true. Yeah. God, people. Yeah. Speaking of the parade, uh, gig a parade a parade a pride parade period let's talk about the right one which is san diego pride coming up july yeah. 13th so june is pride month but our san diego pride is not until july and why is that i you know what? i don't know it's always been like that it's always been in july if anybody knows the answer feel free to yeah. slide into our dms and tell us uh july 12th through the 14th mm-hmm. um but the parade is on the 13th and it's always so much fun so if much. you're not walking in the parade watch the parade i guarantee you you will have the time of your life and the feeling that you have being just just watching it pure love Love. absolutely 
And if you are, if you don't know what that feels like, please go out to the please. parade. I'm telling you right and bring now. Bring your kids. It's a, it's like oh, it's so it's much a whole fun. event. It's so fun, and the festival is super fun at Balboa Park too. I think this mm-hmm. year. Um, Melissa Etheridge is performing. I was so mad in this TLC last year. Oh, yeah. I saw TLC. Great. I was like, I have to go to TLC. Like, when am I going to see TLC? Um, Yeah. Uh, Melissa Etheridge, King Princess. um, Oh, King Princess is really good, by the way. Yeah. And if you don't, and Snow the Product, who is up and coming, if you don't know who Snow Snow the Product is, my friend Joe put me on Snow the Product. She's like a rapper, but she's legit. So, okay. Yeah. If you see her, good for you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go this year because I work for KSON and they have Country Country Fest on the 13th. It's like they're one of their biggest concerts of the year. Which happens to be the same day as Bride. Well, yeah. I mean, oh. it's fine. Um, I, I was like, I, you could I, potentially do. The I parade. could try to do both. Yeah, it's a busy day, so yeah. I don't know. On top of that, I'm going to be my family planned their staycation that weekend in Carlsbad. So, oh man, I know. Uh, but either way, I want everybody to know that I stand with them yes. always, always. I don't need to have a parade. I will always stand with you. I will always march with you and um i will always be an ally you know so absolutely yeah we and both will. we both will <laughs> and remember that um for those of you who do go to the parade who are marching the parade it is more than just a parade mm-hmm. it is a march mm-hmm. and it's just remember what it is and what and never never ever we can't ever stop fighting we can't we just can't and just want to let everybody know that pride will always be like a holiday in my book yeah and yeah. um I can't wait, like, to be out there with, like, my family. Yeah. You know, it will yeah. be a, it will, a big, it a will be a family yeah, yeah, event. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, uh, well, you know who else is going to be at Pride? Who? Jason. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, please! Hi, Jason. Hi, ladies. You are looking gorgeous this afternoon. Uh, why are you lying, Stop though? It. Why? <laughs> why? I just came from the gym. I'm sweaty. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for uh, being on with us. I'm super excited because... Um, you know you're our first male guest, right? <gasps> yeah. yeah. I feel so honored. What we yeah. should do, Dorothy, is welcome to another episode of Real Wives and Husbands <laughs> in Radio. <laughs> it's, you're it's, like, yeah. yeah, you're our first real like spotlight male guest. So oh, we're wow. super Thank excited you. to have you on. If you don't know Jason, he is uh, Mornings with Dana and Jason on Alt 949. You can hear him weekdays, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Or you could just follow him on Instagram and hear him all day. Yeah, he's, a great, really he's a great follow. Oh, yeah, sure. What's your Instagram handle? Oh, it's Jason Prim, Jason with a Y, because I am difficult. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Jason, we wanted to have you on because uh, you're amazing and, you know, all those great things. But um, you are also known... Well, to me, actually, I, I've never heard of another radio host who's been out and proud. Yeah. Yep. You know, so we wanted to talk to you about uh, your story of coming out uh, and your journey. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, I grew You're so up, official. I know. Okay, awesome. great. Awesome. <laughs> okay, great, awesome. <laughs> um, well, I grew up in a small West Texas town. Um the son of a preacher man, literally, my dad is a, was a Southern Baptist preacher in a very conservative household. And I actually came out pretty late, I would say, but I know that people have come out later in life. And I. How was, old were you? Oh, man, that's a good question. It was 2006. So that's, um, oh, man, how. 19? 19. Yeah, 19. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the summer after my freshman year in college. And I just had experienced like love for the very first time, a deep, deep love. It's mm. actually who is now my husband. Mm. Um, and we broke up, and I was going through literally the worst moment of my life and have, have no one to share it with. Right. And it's like these great, deep emotions that you you're experiencing it, but you are too afraid to tell anyone uh, because of it. And so I finally had 
Oh God, it's so gay. The, my the gayest story ever. So I finally <laughs> had like the moment and courage to where I was like, listen, I'm just coming out and I can't stand it anymore. I can't be quiet anymore. And I was, what gave me the encouragement to do it was I was driving home from like a theater thing and I was listening to Songs of a New World, which is a compilation of songs that the one man wrote. And the song was called... Uh, um, a new world, I think, but it's so gay. It's um, <laughs> he's the whole song is about like there's a new w- world right across the ocean and it's calling you wow. and all that stuff. And I was like, yes, yeah, <laughs> there is a gay world out there right across the ocean. Um, and so, so, who did you come out to first? Oh, the very first person I came out to. Oh man, deep cuts was my husband. Okay. okay. Yeah, that was the first person I came out to because we were both in high school. Mm-hmm. And so the first person I came out to was him because we started hooking up right. Um, right. on theater trips and stuff like that. So he was the very, very first person. And we both were in the closet yeah. at the same time. And it was very, very difficult. And that Gosh, was, that must have been so hard. Yeah. I was 17 and he was like 16. Okay. And... I, to handle all the stress of keeping it a secret, I would be at running four miles every single day. Mm, I was, right. yeah, I looked so paper thin. Yeah. Um, and all of his hair was falling out. And you, when you're in the closet and you're afraid to, that anyone will notice, you have to come up with a backstory of what you did all day. Oh my god. So you were constantly yeah. lying, constantly yeah. fabricating, constantly having that's exhausting. Yeah. And to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like our best friend who actually um was in our wedding, she didn't even know that you that guys wow. were seeing each other. Yeah. So even someone well, obviously, and your parents didn't know. I mean, like you guys were had to really lie and cover all your bases to make yeah. sure. Yeah, we used a lot of straight women. So thank you, lady, for help. I'm sure that you dated some gay dudes back in the day. Um, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> so, that, so that's basically what we would have to do during that time. So he was the first one I came out to. So after that moment of you listening to that song, oh, and yeah. you decided, all right, I can't handle it anymore. I'm going to just, I'm going to be out. Yeah. Uh, who did you come out to then? My parents. Your parents. And what was their reaction? I mean, you have, you're from Texas, like Bible Belt area, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, not good. It was not good. Um, mm-hmm. It was, uh, they, when I said I'm out, my mom's first reaction was, oh God. Mm-hmm. And then my dad said, once I start listening to Christ again, I'll become straight. Oh God. And then they said, just because it feels good, doesn't mean it's right. So that was a fun comment. So they w- they did not handle it very, very well. And I ended up walking out the front door and staying with a friend that for the weekend. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't good. I'm sorry. Did you before I know that it was kind of a kind of a um, spur of the moment thing. You listened to that song, it inspired you, mm-hmm. it sent you a message and that's why you came out to your parents then mm-hmm. and there, but did you in your head already kind of prepare for maybe not the best response or did, were you not really thinking about that? I mean, I was prepared for them to kick me out. Okay. Okay. And I started kind of laying the groundwork with mm-hmm. my parents, just asking them questions like, is there any... Oh, prior to this? Yeah. Mm. You were filling it out. Yeah. Is there anything that I could do that you would just completely disown me? And they did like very dramatic replies. Right. You know, like if you go to jail because you murdered someone yeah, or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting with parents is that, especially our generation, they went through seeing the AIDS epidemic and getting a bad picture painted of our community by media. Mm -hmm. And then also they have known me, quote unquote, for 19 years of my life to be this one person. Right. And then for me to be like, no, I'm not that person. I'm actually this person. Yeah. It's a hard corner to turn for some people yeah so well i want to know when they came around Mm -hmm. and when did you come to this like 
you have like such a clear head now and you're yeah. so forgiving you can hear it you yeah. know that you you can understand why they responded the way they did so when was that for them mm-hmm. and then when was that for you okay um i for multiple years following we still talked. We didn't like have a cutoff or anything like that. They we didn't still, disown you or anything like that. Me okay. Whatsoever. You just moved out. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, they kept on saying like, "We love you," or what's the fun thing that Christians like to say? Um, "Hate the sin, not the sinner." Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Oh gosh. And they would like compare it to alcoholism. Everyone has their thing, and so I terrorized their life for years because all of a sudden any negative or homophobic thing in media Uh I would just plant their faces on it and I would call them and yell at them what do you mean give me an example so like you would take it out on them yeah so anything that would happen like in let's say protesters or anti-gay politicians or anything like that I would just call them and take it out on them and yell Mm. at them and abuse them I don't know when they turned, mm. made the turn. I have no gradual. clue. It was so gradual that you couldn't really decide or couldn't really tell. I was or... so angry. Oh, you didn't I even see it. I could only see red. Yeah, yeah. And I just could not take it. I, I believe they did apologize mm-hmm. um, for how they reacted, but I didn't hear the yeah. apology. And then they started becoming more and more invested in my gay life Mm. with my husband, them being obsessed with my husband Mm. and loving him and then loving everything that I was doing and like supporting every choice that I had. Okay. Um, But I still didn't see and I still harbored so much anger and hate towards my parents. And I, I actually, when I came out to them and they reacted that way, I turned off um, the emotion behind the words "mom" and "dad" mm-hmm. and what you associate uh-huh. with that, and just looked that looked at them as adults. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I cut that it's protection. Love You're protecting yourself. So when did, um, like Tanya said, when did when did you when were you able to let go of that hate? Well, it actually all started. Um, it began when I started working with Dana, my the partner in the mornings that I um, my friend, um, and she taught me about grace Mm. and showing grace to people. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a a woman of faith. She believes in, you know, a higher power and stuff like that. I still have major struggles with that, but she was just telling me about what grace is. And it just hit me one day because I was like forgiving some media person for saying something homophobic or something like that and I was just like they're just completely ignorant and then I realized I'm giving so much grace to this person who I have no clue who they are yeah and I am not giving that same treatment to the people who raised me and who protected Mm -hmm. me and put a, a roof over my head and then I ended up that night calling my mom Ugh. I'm just so emotional right now. Oh, it's okay, no, Jason. It's, uh, <laughs> it's totally fine. It's okay. Um, I ended up calling my parents that evening, and I apologized to them for treating them like that for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, I know you apologized. I know you guys turned the corner, and I know you love your gay son. And... I apologize from the bottom of my heart that I couldn't forgive you, but I could forgive this stranger who I didn't know. Mm, yeah. Um, and then, so that was the moment, and it was like it was only like five years ago or something like that wow. that I just yeah. So, what's your relationship with your parents like now? Oh God, I wish it was more distant. Um, <laughs> it was so Stop. much easier when <laughs> I was harbored anger because now they want me to come visit them. Oh, Ugh, gross. Um, it's really, really great actually because of coming out and having that break. I don't hide anything yeah i'm very upfront with them and they're very upfront with me mm-hmm. and we're completely opposite in all ways um but i can call them out on their bs and they can call me out on my bs and it's more of a relationship mm-hmm. than 
what it was before. Yeah, a healthy one because the communications there is open and you guys are not, no one's lying no, to each exactly. other anymore. You yeah. know, everyone's just who they are and yeah. accepting. And I was really proud of my mom because she really wanted to go to this a small ass gay pride parade in Kansas. Oh, is that where they live now? Uh huh. And so she was so nervous, and she made her, her little sign that says, "This mom loves her gay son and oh, is giving out mom hugs." Oh, I love that. And she like texted me before, and she was like, "Do you th- are are is your community going to accept me? I'm so nervous." Aww. And I was just like. Girl, <laughs> do you not know gay people? Yeah, Get yeah. your ass out there with your damn sign and right? go give out some mom hugs. Yeah, I mean, there was a, a dad recently, I forget where, but he was doing the same thing and it went viral everywhere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so she just held out her little sign and she was just so like shocked yeah. about the need yeah. to be hugged by a parent yeah. and to complete strangers. You know, my mom didn't realize what that, what the kid misses out on and all that kind of stuff when, you know, I had a good story and that's not even a good story. Uh, I, I, they didn't disown me. I didn't get kicked out, but there, there's a whole population of homeless kids, LGBTQ um, youth that are on the streets because of it. So I, so yeah, um, we have a really good relationship now. That's, that's great. great. Yeah, that's really uh, good. I guess. Like, I mean, now have- there's like expectation. <laughs> now I have to like buy a mom's gift. Yes, for that's right, Day. Jason. Yes, you do. You do. You, do. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Lord. I mean, and they've got to be so proud of of where you've come in your life and in your career. Like you're a host of a morning show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, openly gay exactly. on your morning show, unapologetic. Yeah. And I mean, I, I you're right. I'm the same way. You're the first one that I've known in radio here in San Diego. Yeah. Um, did you that. I mean, in your career? Because you were you guys came from New York. Yeah. Uh, had you known of any other openly gay hosts? I uh, yeah. not um, well in New York. One of the big morning shows. He was openly gay, but when he started his career, he was not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you find your community within yeah. this industry. And so I like I, when I first started, um, and I was just talking about my personal life, and then my bosses pulled me in and was like that's a little too too much and what they were applying was it was a little bit too gay and really? like calm it down and so I had I found other Ugh. gay gay radio people and I said have you ever been pulled in and told like you can't you can't talk about that um and so I got some mentorship through that uh-huh. but there's not a lot yeah there's not a lot yeah did you did you feel like that you know that your boss at the time was just stifling you guys yeah, I mean, the thing is, when I first started radio, I felt like what the image that they wanted was this fabulous homosexual mm-hmm. who says, you know, like, does the Z snap and goes shopping with you and wants to go makeup shopping with you and dresses with a bow tie every single day. Just like a stereotype of what they think gay people are. Yes, and I... Ha- fulfilled that for the first year. I came into work every single day with a bow tie, coiffed hair, ready to go, um, sexually aggressive, and I had um, my friend Data, who I do the show with, um, we were out shopping and for an outfit, and I just looked at her and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be this person yeah. because this person is not me. I'm not fabulous. I look like a tired mom. <laughs> I have a white wine addiction. Yeah. I don't want to go out. <laughs> you know what's so interesting is like, you know, all of your teen years, you were lying, yeah. you know, growing up, and then you're finally out, and then you have this great job as a morning show host, and then again, you're living, your life is a little bit of a lie. Uh, in the sense where they want you to be somebody that you're not. She just read me. I know. Oh my God, Lord. I'm woke, I'm woke. I was like forced to be back in a closet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. How many times can I cry? (laughs) That was an aha moment. Lord. Um, Yeah, it was, it was. But luckily I was working with someone. Dopra. I know, Dopra. Oh, I like that. I'll take that. (laughs) Damn. Okay, sis. Um, 
Well, luckily, I, I was working with someone who loved me and was like, just be you and do you and be the person that you are because yeah. that's what's going to connect. Mm -hmm. um, and so, luckily, like, it's been a lot better. Yeah. Um, but it's just very interesting being in radio, and you probably have faced this as well, um, being women of color, mm -hmm. is that there's a perception yep. of who mm -hmm. you are supposed to be. Oh, yeah. And then when they listen to you, they think, then they go, wow, you're, you know, like, you're cool. Because people don't know how to use words. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. And they, so they do a generic, vague word. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, I thought you were going to be like this, but really, you're like this because we have titles over our names of who we yeah. are, yeah. you know? And then you have to break that title right. and be like, just because I'm a homosexual doesn't mean you as a straight man can't connect with right. me. Right. Right. So it's pretty interesting. And have to deal with that. How did you and Dana come to be a show? I stalked her. <laughs> <laughs> I um, do this thing called the breakdown method. Um, I don't know if you oh, heard no, of what that. Is it? What is it? I did it. I did it with my husband as well. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, but, this is a real thing. Yeah. Um, basically, how Dana and I—I I was an actor actually in Manhattan, living the um, life, not really being very very poor, um, and. I, they posted on the internet for this job to be a personality, mm -hmm. and they were looking specifically for a Jack from Will and Grace, um, someone fabulous and over the top. Mm -hmm. And so I went into the audition, and I saw her, and I said, Beyonce! <laughs> it's the first thing I said because I had no clue what I was going into. So I didn't know who I was talking to or anything like that. And then I see this beautiful, gorgeous woman. Yeah. And the first thing that popped out of my mouth was, Beyonce! <laughs> you are Beyonce! When you saw Dana, yes. I love what that. Did, what did Dana say? She went, oh, I'm probably scared. I'm Beyonce! <laughs> and so, so we went through a long audition process. I ended up not getting it. Um, and they went with a fabulous gay who deserved it, and I was not fabulous. Um, and it was, I ended up moving. Once I didn't get that audition, I ended up moving back to West Texas um, to live, you know, West Texas housewife life. And With your husband? With my husband. Uh -huh. He was going to law school. Three years passed by. Wow. This is where the breakdown method Okay. Okay. Um, I would send her Christmas cards every single year. Oh, that's sweet. I would Good be or scary. Very or scary. scary. <laughs> I met her for like five times and I was like, and we're going to be Beyonce friends. At her. I screamed Beyonce Did at her. Did you send her Beyonce Christmas cards? No, it was cuter. It was a gay couple with a little dog. I mean, honestly, <laughs> don't everyone want that? Um, I love that. And then, oh, I actually forgot when I didn't get it, I emailed her. When I didn't get the gig, I emailed her right afterwards and I said, does this mean that we can't be friends? Oh my gosh. Just okay, that. so this is part one of the breakdown, the breakdown method. method. Okay, okay. step one, take Sorry. notes, you guys. So, take, take okay, okay. you emailed her. I emailed her. Three years later. Three years later, we're still in contact. She actually um, was trying to help me get into radio because I didn't have a radio pass. I didn't know how to do it yeah. whatsoever. So she was trying to get me into radio. So she saw something in you. Uh, which is very, very like kind. She has a, like a huge career. She was at a legendary station uh, in New York. And I was just like, oh. And she was one of the only female-led shows in yeah. Top 40 at the time. Um, and so one day we were just talking on the phone. And I was like, what's a demo? Because I keep on looking at these audition listings for radio personalities, and they're like, send me a demo. And I looked up what a demo is, and the description is like, I have to have a game in there, and like something impersonal, <laughs> and something like celebrity gossip. So, right, which you're saying audio from that from you've your... had from any of your radio careers or in, from your past, right? Exactly. Okay. And... Dana proceeds to laugh at me, and then she goes, if you're ever back in New York City, like, visiting one of your friends, I'll do a demo with you. Ooh. Dude, she is, yeah, like, the best. the best person ever. Yeah. Ever. And I was like, 
okay, cool, whatever I'm visiting. Cool. And then I hang up. You booked a flight, didn't you? For the next week, God. <laughs> for the next week, God. And I texted her. I was like, hey, I'm coming up there. What's up? Wow. Yeah. Breakdown method. That Again? So okay. Method. okay. Yeah. And then we record a demo yeah. together. And as we're recording it, it feels the exact same thing it felt like the first time I auditioned. Nothing had changed. And she was sending our demo breaks to her bosses. Oh, wow. Yeah, to her bosses. And just to be like, I know you love him, so here's what he sounds like still. Just, you know, if there's anything opening okay. and all that kind of stuff. And unbeknownst to me, her current co-host was... Um, kind of wanting a change in his life mm -hmm. and so he was having an exit strategy off of out of her um out duo. of your demos huh yeah out of um her current co-host was trying to leave kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah. and mm -hmm. then so about like two months after we do this demo i'm back in west texas and i get a phone call um from the radio station going hey we might have an opportunity um, for you with Dana. Are you interested in it? Oh my God. And oh, hell, I said, yes. hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> because at the time, I was working at Gap, the retail store, as a manager. <laughs> and so, like, the next week, they flew me out, offered me the gig. I said yes immediately without even asking. Yeah. Uh, or anything. I said yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And that's, we've been together ever since. How yeah. many years has that been? It's, it's been like six years or something Aww. like that. And inseparable. I mean, if you want to get to know Dana a little bit more, she we actually recorded a spotlight episode yeah. with her. Oh, it's fantastic. So good. It's really, fantastic. really, really good. I mean, if you listen to Oprah's super soulful conversations, mm -hmm. it reminded me of that. Because mm -hmm. yeah. just listening to her, she's just like one of those people where you could just, you Talk get lost. To forever you get lost. Too. Yeah. She's so much better than I am. Stop it. Stop it. I didn't want to say. You guys kidding. should actually do a show together. That would really take over. San Diego. With Dana? Yeah, you guys really Whoa, should, honestly. stop. That'd be great. Dreams. That'd Dreams. be great. Goals. Yeah, Dana's amazing. But you are amazing, too. You are. You both we, are amazing in your own ways. We should just do, like, ways. a foursome show. Oh, well, I can no? just be a yeah. side note. I'll just, like, pop in and be, like, the wacky character and then I'm stop out. It. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. I just want to, uh, that podcast was really good. That episode was great. It was really yeah, good. It is. And yeah. so is this one. I'm like also getting lost in your story and all the lessons you've learned and everything, like all the corners you've turned and the transformation, the evolution. It's just, it's, that's, a beautiful thing. Well, you know what you can do? What? You can experience yourself okay. when you come out as a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> we actually talked about that a little earlier. And just, I just want to make things clear if any of like my relatives are listening, okay? Tanya's I, a big old lesbian. I am not. <laughs> I am not. I, she put the L in LGBTQ. We said earlier, I said earlier yeah. that yeah. if I don't in my dating like journey and history like I was like almost like just done like just I can't do this anymore and then I met JJ thank God like yeah. heaven sent my grandma definitely helped with that up mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. and but I was telling Dorothy that like I don't know like what would have happened you know if I hadn't met JJ I may have may have looked everywhere else too you yeah. know I'm, yeah. I'm I'm an open person mm -hmm. so but that doesn't mean that I'm like I would a... like to formally announce <laughs> that JJ is just a beard a big old beard well, what that means is that it's a cover up that and that is true. a loveless marriage and on the weekends she's down at the lesbian bar oh I do go to the lesbian <laughs> bar sometimes <laughs> on the weekends I will say that with my lesbian friends absolutely you're half true half true no I love my man very much I love my man very much and I'm so grateful but um um, I, it, your your journey is beautiful. Yeah, it I is. do. I do have a question though. Do you feel pressure uh, because you're openly you're out and you're gay? Do you feel pressure like to be that representative for the gay community? <gasps> they need to choose someone else. Honestly, no. Um, I think about that actually quite a bit. Um, of what I put out there yeah. as a human being, really. Because I am the first openly gay person here in San Diego to be on air. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, I think about that. Um. Especially when I get messages from listeners who are just like, just that's this is the first time I've heard a gay person yeah. on the radio. Um, but if the, what I needed growing up was not like queer eye for the straight guy the first yeah. time mm -hmm. around, mm -hmm. I didn't need that. What I needed was to see what 
any other version of being a gay person was because we come in many colors and shades and I had only one thing which was a fabulous gay Mm -hmm. and I feel like it would be a disservice to my community if I just wasn't who I am which is a huge disappointment (laughs) stop it (laughs) well who are you Jason who are you tell us who you are as a gay man oh as a gay man yes um, As a person, who are you? I feel like this has like gone into therapy now. By <laughs> both of you. you, you guys are. I'll leave the twenty dollars copay at the door. Oh, sis, we're more expensive than that. <laughs> um, I am. I, I I come off very. Uh, why am I? God, guys. I, I just off, imagine <laughs> like a, a a gay man or woman or who yeah. anywhere in between is yeah. listening to you and. You know, it, it needs this person yeah. and, and no pressure. Um, who are you? I come off very cynical and dark sometimes, but I'm extremely loyal. Yeah. Um, and one big heart. Mm-hmm. Very, very insecure, but knows how to play it off. And am trying to be the best person I could possibly be who is not fabulous, who hates shopping, who does not want to go to a makeup store with you, <laughs> but will go to a bar and have cocktails all night long. Oh, I know. Yes. Oh, Tanya knows. Oh, oh I yeah. know. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, Jason, well, first of all, all of that, I say you're just real. You you're are. just real. You're being real right now because we're all insecure. We're all, like, we, we are, you're right. There, yeah. There is all of... You are in all of us, really, honestly. I mean, insecure. Um, we could be dark. We could be, you know, but you have the biggest, biggest, biggest heart. And I do remember first meeting you and thinking, I really want to get to know who he is. Yeah. Like, I want to get yeah. to know who he really is. Like, let's, you know, because I know there was, I knew there was more. And Can I ask is. you guys a question? Yeah. Is that, I'm sorry, I know that you guys, you guys are really killing this, by the way. <laughs> sorry, uh, Dorothy, you did a transition, like, beautifully, and I was, like, lost in the transition that I didn't know how to answer the question because I was like, damn. Yeah, you were so sorry. Oh, I was like, damn. But do you feel like because we all come from different minority groups mm. that that um, there's this perception of like, because I know with my being gay and all that kind of stuff, there's this kind of armor that we wear and we're like sassy and we're shady and we can read you to filth and all that kind of stuff. Do you feel that you have a shield from like the minority groups that you come from? I I think you might be right about that. I think the shield slowly starts to like fade and break after a while. Mm-hmm. I think as you get older, I think as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I'm just like stop taking, you know, like yeah. just I don't care as much anymore. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, about but that. but I think for sure I've I've had a shield and I still do. Yeah. I definitely still do and some kind of armor and it's protection. Yeah. It's protection yeah. from things that we've endured like in our life or we've seen others, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for me, I um, I just always felt like growing up, like, oh, man, all you see on TV is, like, beautiful white people, like, blonde hair, blue yeah. eyes. Like, that's what you want so hard, right? And you want to be the polite Asian girl that your parents raised you to be. And like Tanya said, as you, as you grow up, you're like, man, forget all that. Like, yeah. I want... As my career goes on, like I want to represent for Vietnamese people, yeah, for oh Asian yeah. people, because mm-hmm. it's not out there, you know. It's you get the stereotype of oh, well, they're just smart little nerds or whatever, or they're unattractive, and yeah. I, like I want to break that down. Yeah. yeah, and you are, sis. You are. Yeah, we Thank all know you. you ain't that intelligent. <laughs> Shoe girl, you a radio. Right, that's not a doctor. Oh my gosh, you could be though. You could be. Yeah, exactly. What up? I went to Mesa College. Yeah, yeah. I also danced with you there, but you didn't know who I was. Anyway, that's another story. I think we talked about it episode one. I think we talked about that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I was such a bee. You were. Um, But anyway, Jason, thank you for sharing your story. Wait, give a shout out to your wonderful husband who I love so much. Don't worry. He's definitely my better half. Oh, I was going to say, I don't, I I might love him a 
little bit more than you. She should. She should. He is so nice. He's like a pure Southern gentleman. He's so sweet. I don't love him more than you. I love you guys both equally. I mean, if if there was one to choose, it would be him. him. Okay, I'd be allowed. I choose him. Um, Yeah. um, Hey, babe. I don't know how to do shout outs. His name is Jared, and he's yeah. so wonderful, he's and really he's wonderful. the sweetest, and he's he always is. been so warm and welcoming every time I've seen him. And he brought uh, me an egg salad sandwich. Oh my gosh, he didn't bring me an egg salad sandwich. He hey, but, bought, you, maybe. You know, but, but you know what? I didn't go out and have drinks with him. He yeah, did, which no, made I me did. Super jealous. I know. BT oh, Don. I know. Oh my! I was like, how are these two bitches about to hang out without me? Right don't, now. don't be that jealous. It oh, turned. It turned real. Yeah, I, we also talked about that in one of the podcasts. So if you want to go back and listen to that, I was. What did you call? We called it pasta drunk. No. It was pasta yeah, drunk yeah. that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's wonderful. So, how long have you guys been married? For oh, we've oh, we're coming up on our one year Ooh. in July, um, but we've been together since high school. Yeah, yeah. So that's we've a long been time. Forever, Lord. Yeah, yeah. but he's wonderful. If he's, if you're gonna be with someone forever, he would be. The I'm one. obsessed with him. Yeah, and I know this is like cliche, but it's actually kind of scary about how obsessed I am with him. Like <laughs> I said, if you ever try to run, just remember. I never get tired. <laughs> oh my gosh. I believed that. Breakdown method. I'm sweating. Method, yeah. He literally I, I moved just... multiple states away from me and I followed him. Okay. You know, Tanya used to be my my bar, my meter for of crazy. crazy? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think you, you taught that. Oh, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. You I guys think better so be too. careful because I'll break down your ass. Oh and then you won't ever be able to get away with scared. me. Um, you better you better be afraid. I love you, Jason. I love, I love you guys. Too. You guys actually have like a kick ass show. Thank and you. And I mean, I have so many opinions about that, and I really feel like you need a platform. I'm glad that you have a platform to share how talented you guys are, because you women will take over this world, (laughs) and you need to get out there and someone give them like a show or something and because your voices are severely missed within our industry like it is lacking with a two female led show women of color yeah like that voice is missing not only i mean it's missing everywhere um but in radio it's so far I love you, Jason, because I hear the same the same pep talk from you at least once a week, and it's wonderful. It's like a reminder. I'm like, thank you. That's why you're my friend. I love that. Thank (laughs) you. He's like the best like um, hype hype man. Like you know, every every week he reminds you. You're so sweet. Thank you. That's very very sweet. Lucky for everybody, you can still kind of hear me. You know, on the air. Okay, every morning. You know, 5 a.m. 9 a.m. with John and Tammy on KSON. But you can hear Jason every morning a lot more than me. That's for sure because he's one half of the show, Dana and Jason, in the morning on Alt 94.9, right? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Sir, for the shout out. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. where can we follow you? Okay. um, You can follow me on all Twitter, Instagram, and if you want to add me as a friend on Facebook, I do (laughs) do that too. Okay. Um, All at Jason Prim, (laughs) Jason with a Y, and Prim, like prim and proper. Okay. Which you aren't, though. Uh, I, I'm a dirty girl. Girl, I'm dirty. Awesome. You can listen to Dorothy after both of those shows, yes. 9 a.m. to... to two, uh, 2 p.m. Soon to be 3 p.m. Ooh, oh, we get you for another hour. Yes, on. Kixie 96.5. And follow me on social media at uh, uh, Dorothy on Air. Yeah. Like, what is my Instagram? Yeah, yeah. And mine is at I'm Tanya Gonzalez. And ours, our podcast is at Real Wives and Radio. Yeah. yeah. I follow... Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.